0: Power and water has almost completely returned to Guam after Category 4 typhoon Mawar made landfall in late May, pummeling the US territory with strong winds and heavy rainfall. Nick DeGaudo of Guam News says the recovery has been much faster than past typhoons, but it's still slower than what it should be. He speaks with Caleb Fotheringham about the response. We're 2 months on now around about that from Typhoon Mawar. <laughs> Where are we at now with the response? <laughs>
1: The recovery, I want to say, is closer to one hundred percent and uh, surprisingly has moved much quicker than we experienced in large typings of the past. mostly has to do with just the time frame and the uh, structuring capabilities that we're in right now. I mean, the last time we've had a storm of this magnitude was more than 20 years ago. So you can imagine just how much stronger the infrastructure has been uh, upgraded in the past two decades. So it looks like, for the most part, a lot of the island, the greenery is from what the storm has taken away. And close to 100% of power and water has been restored as well.
0: That's great news. And are people still living in shelters? We do still have a couple of the
1: shelters open up north. But those are mostly for
0: families who were either did not have a
1: place to call home, they were homeless, prior to the storm, or they were living in substandard housing, That housing that was maybe wood or tin, and they're still waiting for that additional assistance to get them back on their feet. But the numbers have, for the most part, dropped significantly since the storm weeks ago.
0: I heard maybe about a month after the storm hit, there was COVID outbreaks and flu outbreaks within the shelters. Did that continue on?
1: That's actually what happened, the COVID and the influenza outbreaks was startling because the government and the, the uh, first responders and the volunteers were just doing whatever they could to find a space to put these shelteries in. And unfortunately, the location that they put them in at the time was not up to par, not, not in a place where they could safely distance themselves. And so that's why we had that type of outbreak. Fortunately, after that happened, in the couple of weeks following, The government was able to secure a safer space that had air conditioning. It had better spacing for those shelteries. And so thankfully, those numbers have subsided.
0: Well, that's good news. And just back to what you said previously about water and power, almost 100% back, which is Mm -hmm. great. Where are the areas that are taking a little bit longer to get water and power restored?
1: When I mean close to 100%, it's literally less than uh, one percentage that the Guam Power Authority, the local utilities company reports, is still left in the dark. And this, again, is mostly in the northern part of the island, a village called Chigo, which also is where the Anderson Air Force Base is located, because that's where the part of the island that was hit the hardest. That's where the closest center of the storm was located two months ago. And so those are the areas that they still have yet to get completely up and running.
0: How have people on the ground found it? Are they pleased with the response?
1: At this point, it seems the majority of the people, they have turned a tide in just the way that they felt initially in the weeks that followed. Obviously, many of the people felt the government and, and the people weren't moving fast enough to restore uh, everything that's needed, including the utilities. They are pretty much just tired and fed up from the way of life following the storm. But because uh, it has been a while again since we've been through something like this, Think people are slowly starting to feel better, and I can give you a great example of just how much positivity is being expressed around the island. Just last Friday, the island celebrated 79 years since being liberated from Japanese occupation. Since the American military liberated the island, and so while we didn't have a huge parade and an a all-out celebration that we normally would have, there was still a block party. There was still prayers. There was still memorials to show just how resilient we are and how we're not letting this storm stop us from living our everyday lives as much as possible.
0: When we started the conversation, you said that it's been faster than previous storms. And I know it's 20 years ago mm-hmm. that you said that there was last a storm similar to this one. How long did that recovery take?
1: From what, from what I recall, because I believe I was only, what, 14, 13, 14 years old at the time, it took months it took months for the island to get back on its feet. And I'm talking about six months plus because then the island had a lot of wooden power poles. So that was a struggle for the local utility company to get back up, to get it repaired and just move everything that was destroyed and knocked over by the storm then. I think that the only thing I can say left is that this now proves that Guam needs to do more starting today. Uh, And and the government officials have said this is their proof that they need to do more, to be even more prepared, because we don't want to wait two months. We don't want to wait all these eight weeks for power to be at 100 percent. You know, we should be seeing faster movement, faster progress. Um, And so if there's anything uh, this, this past storm has told us, type of malware has told us, is that the lesson is we need to prepare and you can never be too prepared